Hello there, good morning and welcome to this, the WP Builds Weekly WordPress News. This is number 128. It covers the WordPress news for the week commencing the 17th of August 2020 and it was published on Monday the 24th of August 2020. My name's Nathan Wrigley and a few bits of housekeeping just before we begin. We produce a lot of WordPress content each and every week and you can discover all of that over at WPBuilds.com. Over there you're going to discover podcast episodes, news episodes, live news episodes, things like our plugin startup archive, contributor episodes, demos and all sorts of things over there including our deals page. I'll come to that in a moment but head over to WPBuilds.com forward slash subscribe if you'd like to keep in touch with all that we do. You'll find forms on there to keep in touch with our content, but also we'll notify you about WordPress deals when we hear about them. There are ways to subscribe to us on your favourite podcast player, and I strongly encourage you to join our Facebook group of over 2,600 very friendly WordPressers. Another page to look at would be wpbuilds.com forward slash deals. It's a searchable and filterable list of deals which have been provided to us by plugin and theme owners. And it gives you significant amounts off with coupon codes, lots of things, WordPress plugins, themes and hosting, that kind of thing. So go and check it out, wpbuilds.com forward slash deals. Also, just to say that we will be having a live news episode on Monday, 2 p.m. UK time. You can find that at wpbuilds.com forward slash live or, of course, in the Facebook group. Come and join in the comments. It's very nice when people join in and write their comments and show us that you care. It's lovely. This week, joined by Paul Lacey, Michelle Frechette and Bernard Grinot. So that's 2 p.m. UK time in the WP Builds Facebook group or at forward slash live. Another option would be wpbuilds.com forward slash advertise. We have a WordPress specific audience and if you have a WordPress specific product, you may like to get it in front of that audience. A bit like Kinster and AB Split Test have done. Are you tired of unreliable or slow hosting? If so, check out Kinsto, who takes managed WordPress hosting to the next level. Powered by the Google Cloud Platform, all their plans include PHP 7, SSH and 24-7 expert support. Try a free demo for 60 days at kinsta.com. Do you want to set up your A-B split tests in record time, like in a couple of minutes? Use your existing pages and test anything against anything else. Buttons, images, headers, rows, anything. The best part, it works with Elementor, Beaver Builder, and the WordPress block editor. Check it out and get a free demo at absplittest.com. Okay, let's get on with the news for this week, shall we? Each week, we divide our WordPress news up into different sections, and we always begin with WordPress core. Two pieces for you this week. The first one, Sarah Gooding on WP Tavern writing, WordPress 5.6 development kicks off with all women release squad. So 5.5 has just shipped, but time and tide wait for no man, as they say. And Josepha Hayden will be kicking off the lead for 5.6. She's going to be coordinating with D Teal, and there'll also be some other leads as well. So lead for triage is Tonya Mork. Core tech is Helen Sandy. Editor tech, Isabel Briston. Design will be Ellen Bauer and Tammy Lister, and there will be several more women managing documentation, accessibility, marketing, testing, and so on. The full squad comes to 46 women. And so it's interesting. Josepha Hayden decided that this would be a good idea some years ago in a proposal, and obviously it's been leapt upon. Personally, I see this as, as a really interesting and a novel approach, the idea that... Um, that it would be an all-women release squad seems to be really interesting and, and sensible to me. There are lots and lots of things in store, 
So here are some of the features which are hoping to ship in 5.6. Navigation menu, block in core, automatic updates for major WordPress core releases, that's opt-in. New features for the block editor upgrades, widgets editing and customizer support in core, default theme, including FSE compatible version, PHP 8 support and public beta of full site editing. Wow. So here we go. It was interesting. If you read the comments on the WP Tavern article, a few people chimed in saying that, um, the, well, they described it as Peter Shaw wrote, it is concerning that woke tokenism is now lauded as a good thing. The only criteria should be who is best for the role. And obviously that led to a certain level of debate. And you can go and check that out if you wish. But yeah, from my point of view, this seems like a really great thing. The next piece is over on Search Engine Journal. I don't think we've featured them in WordPress core ever before. And it is to say why WordPress 5.5 is breaking sites. I'm hoping that if you've migrated your sites over to WordPress 5.5, you've had a trouble-free experience. But as is always the case, there are some edge cases in which things haven't worked out as planned. And this is largely to do with jQuery migrate and the fact that perhaps older themes haven't been keeping themselves up to date and so on and so forth. So if you've been having problems with jQuery migrate, the team has launched a, a plugin to, to fix this problem. It says thousands of WordPress publishers are experiencing problems because WordPress 5.5 shipped without a JavaScript library called jQuery Migrate. jQuery Migrate is a library that acts as a bridge for older code to function on WordPress. So if you've got any sites with an old version of a theme in there and they've not got jQuery Migrate, there is in fact a mitigation for that. Now, the other problem which is being reported is a pagination bug. Uh, I won't go too much into the detail. It seems like a pretty edge case, but it's all to do with the, the way that the word page is being used. And you can find out more about that over on the Search Engine Journal article. The next section is the community section, and I've got four pieces for you this week. The first one might be of interest if you're into themes and testing them for speed. The guys over at Kinster have carried out what they call the 11 fastest WordPress themes in 2020 based on thorough testing. So this is a pretty hefty article. They outline exactly what it is that they've done to substantiate their claims that they found the 11 fastest themes. Uh, you, you don't want to hear me explaining all of that, but because it's incredibly complicated, but it's things like using GT metrics and pingdom and using page speed insights and byte checks and all sorts of other things. And they've come out with a list of 11 themes. I'll mention some of the names. I'm sure you've heard them before. You can make your own mind up, but I do know that lots of people obsess about this kind of stuff. So I thought I'd bring it to your attention. Hello Elementor gets a notable mention, as does the Neve theme, as does the Astra theme and Generate Press is mentioned in there as well, along with the Page Builder Framework. And I could go on, uh, Ocean WP and a few others as well. But nevertheless, go and read this article. It may be that you have clients who are fussing about the kind of theme that they're using and you want to substantiate that you've picked what you consider to be a good one. And this article might help you to do that. 
For the next piece, we're back to WP Tavern and Sarah Gooding's article, WordPress Documentation Team discusses modifying external linking policy following opposition to the ban on commercial links. So last week, the documentation team announced that there would be a ban on all commercial links within the official, official documentation for WordPress. So that's things like Help Hub, Code Reference, Plugin and Theme Developer Handbooks, and so on and so forth. And the reason behind this was because it was thought that there was potential scope for abuse. People could link out to content where the, the intention was very much to offer a commercial service. Now, the problem, of course, is that some of these sites linked to may well have a commercial wing, but also they might have genuine, interesting and useful content. It may be that there are commercial links in that site somewhere, but, you know, it's kind of buried behind a, a wall of useful and reliable information. And so this has met with quite a bit of stip, stiff opposition. And the problem, of course, is because it's almost impossible to nail this down. The intention was to kind of automate this process and make it so that people that the people on the team who were creating the documentation didn't have to worry about this and they could just sort of click save if you like and have have links like that not um, not allowed um, the idea being to save the resources time and so on which is which is pretty tight in these WordPress teams but it didn't have that result. In fact, it had quite the opposite. Who knows whether something would be considered commercial? How commercial is commercial? Well, what level do you decide that something's commercial? If it's got something on the website or if there's a, you know, a pop-up, how do you decide? And so it's been decided now that this is just too fraught with difficulty. And so pretty much anything is going to be allowed. Probably need some rules around this, but they haven't been set as yet. However, there is a Google Doc linked to, which has some new policy guidelines. So maybe if you're into this, there's a Zoom call right at the bottom of the article. There's a Zoom call link um, where they're going to get together to discuss what's in that Google Doc. And if this kind of stuff uh, presses your buttons, maybe check it out and see if you can get yourself on that Zoom call. Next up, one of the more exciting features on the horizon of WordPress is being discussed at talkmag.io. Joe Howard writes, full site editing in WordPress, lowering barriers to entry or the end of themes. Now, you may or may not know that the capability to really customize every single aspect of your WordPress website is going to be coming down the pipe very, very soon potentially by the end of this year. And this is TalkMag's uh, introduction into how that works. So it's really exactly that. It tells you how the block editor, aka Gutenberg, is emulating some of the features of page builders. So the ability to well, have navigation and headers and footers all through uh, WordPress blocks, which is becoming the, the way that we're going to be doing everything. Talks about whether there are pros and cons to this, whether as developers it's going to be significantly easier for us. Maybe we'll be able to get more work done. Then, of course, there's the thorny problem that if it's easy, does that kind of put us out of a job? You know, will people liken building WordPress websites to something which is not requiring so much skill? So pros and cons, and it's discussed uh, at great length in this article. There's also a nice video from Matt Medeiros on there, which showcases some of the features which are experimental at the moment. Uh, so there's glitches in his video as he discovers limitations in the alpha version of these experimental features. So full site editing, navigation and so on and so forth. But it's, it's well worth a watch. 
The final piece of community news this week is, again, on WP Tavern. Justin Tadlock has a piece, no minimum PHP version bump this year. WordPress to support PHP 5.6 for a while longer. So this played itself out this week. A ticket from Juliet Reinders Volmer, I'm going to say, wrapped up her final thoughts. It was just three days ago, and the ticket was quickly closed just a couple of days later. And it would appear that it's been closed because it's been decided by project lead Matt Mullenweg that we're going to keep compatibility for WordPress 5.6. Now, the article explains why this has been postulated. It also explains why, if you are a developer, it might be really handy to bump the the WordPress requirement for PHP up to, well, seven something. And obviously very, very soon, I think it's November of this year, PHP 8 will come along. A lot of the tooling that's required uh, around PHP, so unit tests and so on and so forth, uh, require more modern versions of PHP. But the argument is always put forward that there's a significant amount of people using WordPress who are stuck on older versions of PHP. Now, the article towards the end makes the point that, well, if WordPress has such a large share of the internet, 38% at last count, maybe this is some leverage that they could bring to bear on WordPress hosts. In other words, I would like to be on the latest version of PHP, please. I'm using WordPress. I will go elsewhere should I not receive that treatment. And I kind of kind of see some sense to this, but WordPress has always had the capability to support, well, versions going right back to 3.7 currently. And this is probably one of the reasons why it's grown. So it's a bit of a dichotomy. Do you push the PHP number forwards in order to promote the, the new things that it can do? Um, or do you do you help the people who are less technically savvy, less, um, less, well, they have less PHP needs, shall we say, and they're stuck on older versions, but they're still happy to use WordPress. It's a tough decision, but the decision has been made. We're not going to get PHP uh, requirements booted up in version 5.6. The next section is plugins, themes, and blocks, and we'll start with Justin Tadlock on WP Tavern, exploring the first block patterns to land in the WordPress theme directory. So WordPress 5.5 shipped with block patterns. Block patterns are a way of making it easier to design websites. The idea being that you have pre-configured collections of blocks. So for example, you might have a pre-configured testimonials block or perhaps, oh, I don't know, a maps block or something like that. And the idea is that somebody, perhaps you, has designed these block patterns in such a way that you can, if you like, use these blocks a bit like bricks to build a wall and you drag in the block patterns one at a time and build your website in that way. So Justin in this piece is examining what is available thus far in the uh, in the WordPress ecosystem and it turns out there's not very much but he's highlighted three themes which have taken this this bull by the horns. There's a theme called Cordero, there's another one called Inclusive and there's another one called DJ. And he goes into what he likes about them, what he thinks is good, the way that they've used them, sometimes in interesting and different ways, ways that he was not expecting. But the principal point of this piece by Justin is to outline what's coming down the pipe, what you might be able to do. And honestly, if you haven't looked at block patterns, this is a good place to start. We're at the very, very beginning. And it really is, I feel, going to revolutionize the way we build websites within a year or so. 
I fully imagine that block patterns will be a part of just about everybody's system of building WordPress websites. And if you're using a page builder, you'll have already got familiar with this. You'll be dragging in modules or elements all over the place. And it's going to be just like that, only in WordPress core. A developer who I've been following for some time now, just because I like the stuff that he produces, is Jeff Starr. And he updated a plugin that he's got called User Submitted Posts. And the idea for User Submitted Posts is to enable visitors to submit posts from the front end of your WordPress website. I don't normally mention plugins that have been out for a while, but I'm mentioning this one because of the update. You have the option to submit the following fields, name, email, URL, post title, post tags, Post category, content, custom fields, challenge question, recapture from Google version two or three, post images and agree to terms. It's got an incredible, incredible five star rating. And uh, yeah, I'm just mentioning it in case you have a need for this. I do like his stuff, as I said, and I feel kudos goes to him. Earlier in the podcast, we mentioned the search engine journal piece about problems with breaking WordPress websites updated to five. Well, this article is Sarah Gooding's explanation of how you can mitigate one of those problems. It's called Enable jQuery Migrate Helper Plugin. Passes 10,000 active installs. Well, obviously, if the site's breaking left, right and center because of the the problems removing uh, jQuery Migrate, then this needed to be fixed. And so we have the Enable jQuery Migrate Helper Plugin, which obviously came out very recently to mitigate this problem and has been downloaded an awful lot since then. So if this comes to mind, if this problem appears to be something that your sites are, de- uh, or maybe your clients are having to deal with, go check out this piece and it will explain how to use it and why it's been built. For those of you who are invested in WooCommerce, you might be interested to know that WooCommerce 4.4 updates blocks and centralizes coupon management, Justin Tadlock telling us. It dropped a few days ago and there have been two dozen people who've made a total of 450 contributions to this particular release. The biggest thing to mention is that the team brought several updates to the plugins block. The biggest user-facing change is that blocks will now use the WooCommerce thumbnail size instead of loading the full-sized image. Obviously, that's going to make things slightly more performant. And speaking of performance, Justin also tells us that scripts were removed, uh, front-end scripts were removed that were not needed in the post-editing screen. So again, that will increase performance. And although there doesn't seem to be too much in the change log related to the default storefront theme, or that should I say the flagship storefront theme, the it has been updated and you may need to go and update that just for reasons as yet unknown. Also, there was a bit of a fury around the WooCommerce 4.1 release where there was a marketing section added into the WordPress admin. On the face of it, it looked like it was going to be a handy place for checking out all things in your store. But a lot of people pushed back and said it felt like it was just a, a place to for WooCommerce to market its own extensions, which obviously come with a cost. And uh, so that appears to have been addressed as well. Um, Some minor changes to that, but hopefully that screen will prove useful at some point in the future because I feel surfacing all that stuff in one place is a really good idea. 
This next one is quite interesting. It's from WPMU Dev. Now, WPMU Dev are normally very, very good with their marketing. You know, they create lots of uh, unique artwork, cartoons, and so on. This one seems to have been released with a, a, a limited amount of noise. It seems to have come fairly silently, and I didn't hear about it except for somebody posting it in the Facebook group. It's called the Hub Client. Now, the Hub Client, the website says, allows you to provide your clients with their own hub experience on your site with your branding. It's white label WPMU Dev. So WPMU Dev have a hub where you can basically do everything to do with your website. You can update plugins, you can update themes, you can uh, access their the, the settings for things like Defender and their Smush plugin, you know, all the things which WPMU Dev do. But now you'll be able to entirely white label that entire experience. So your clients will be able to have a hub which looks like it's your hub and looks like it's software that you developed. So really interesting. The key points are white labeling of the hub. You can obviously run this on your own domain. You can customize the client role. So you can set multiple view and edit accesses to every aspect of the hub to control what your clients see and what they can change. You can sh ship this onto any host. Presumably, it's a WordPress plugin, so that much is uh, obvious. And you can sell our services, it said. Restrict and grant access to any tab in the Hub client, allowing you to sell your clients different levels of subscription. It's completely free to subscribers of WPMU Dev, and uh, it just looks really interesting. So this is a challenge to things, I guess, like Manage WP and Main WP. So anyway, if you've got a WPMU Dev subscription, might be worth checking out. The next section is all about deals that we found this week. And there's a few. Stackable, which is a collection of WordPress blocks, is still available on a lifetime deal starting at $69. The same could be said for Cubely. That's starting at $49, but it's the same premise. It's a, a suite of Gutenberg-ready blocks. I think they're both really good. They both look really excellent. Also to say, though, PWA for WP is available for $59. Something new this week, Pixlr, which is an online image editing tool. It's like a really slimmed-down version of something like uh, Photoshop, but it's all done in the browser and so on. That's uh, new. That one has been added this week. Coming soon and maintenance mode plugin is there. 15% off Breezy Cloud and plugin with code WP builds. Essential add-ons for Elementor. Pinpoint World Booking System, 20% off, and Happy Forms Lifetime Deal is also there. So there's a few, most of them carried over from last week, but there's a few new ones there as well. The security section follows, and it's a very light touch on security. The first one, though, is just a bit different. It's WordFence. They've issued a piece this week called 10 WordPress Security Mistakes You Might Be Making. And I feel, although most of us are professionals and we won't be making these mistakes, this might be the sort of thing that you could link to if you were trying to persuade your clients, perhaps, to come onto your care plan. It's a video which enables you to explain the, the problems that WordPress sites may have. So it's things, for example, like changing the WordPress login URL, which may or may not be something you wish to do using um, a, an SSL certificate, using admin as your WordPress administrative username, insecure hosting choices, not using a, a WAF, a web application firewall, and so on. So most of you, I don't think, will gain a great deal of knowledge out of this because you're probably doing a lot of it already because you're all experienced, aren't you? But you never know. It might be something, like I said, that you can pass on to clients. 
The next one is a high severity vulnerability patched in Advanced Access Manager. Advanced Access Manager has over 100,000 installations and there is a severe, severe authorization bypass vulnerability that could lead to privilege escalation and site takeover. So to mitigate it, you need to be updating the plugin, which I think was done recently on about the 15th of August, but nevertheless important if, you, if that plugin name rings a bell. The blatantly self-promotional WP builds bit. Two things for you this week. The first one is to say that I had a lovely interview with a very nice chap called Paul Charlton. If you've been following any WordPress stuff on YouTube, I'm sure his channel has come your way. It's called WP Tots. And he does a really fantastic job of explaining things like Elementor and various other things to his audience. I must say, putting video together, well, putting audio together is hard enough, but putting video together is significantly harder and I struggle with audio and he's doing amazing stuff with video and I really do mean amazing stuff so if you're trying to learn Elementor, Breezy, ACF, Jet Engine, those kind of things check out his channel the links are in the show notes for the podcast and you can listen to Paul's philosophy why he got started and why he continues to do it and I also got on a call this week with a lovely chap called Cameron Jones and we put together a short video of our of ourselves he's got this new thing called wpthemecomponents.com and it's to manage snippets if you're a theme developer you may really like to do this the idea is you repeat things over and over again and you you misremember things over and over again if you're creating themes and so he's come up with this website as i said wpthemecomponents.com which hopefully will enable you to do it he's included a bunch of his own little pre-configured components already and those are all listed in the blog post but uh, go and check out the video it's only about 20 minutes and he explains how it all works and how you can get started using it I'm going to keep banging this gong despite the fact that it seems to be rather a fruitless task the idea is that um, I'm hoping to get some job submissions and the, what I mean by that is I'm hoping that people in the community who have a job to offer will start to use WP Build as a way to to demonstrate that they've got a job and hopefully get some applicants. It's totally free to use. Nobody's using it so far but I'm just going to keep droning on about it. You can find the link in the sh in the in the website at the top. It's you click on the jobs, well you don't click, you hover over the job section and then underneath that post a job and you'll be taken to the form where you can fill it out. Um, you never know if I keep droning on about it for long enough maybe maybe one of you will post the job and I'll be able to mention it that is all the WordPress stuff I've got for you this week but don't go away because we have a section called not WordPress but useful anyway few things this week the first one do something dot new this is what's dot new and it's from the Google registry you can purchase domain names from Google if you didn't know I actually quite recommend it I really enjoy using it it's my favored way of purchasing domain names but the idea of the dot new domain ending is that you can create something new when you type it in. So as an example, Google have purchased doc.new. And if you type that into the URL bar in your favorite browser, you will get a new Google document, a new Google doc. If you type in sheet.new, you'll get a new Google sheet. Story.new 
will enable you to create a story immediately on Medium and WordPress have bought post.new. Now, if you want to have something.new, you are welcome to go and buy it, but you must have deep pockets because my understanding is it's going to cost you $5,000. Don't know if that's going to be $5,000 each and every year, but it's um, you have to go through some sort of hurdle as well to prove that you have something which can be utilized when somebody types in whatever it is that you want. But anyway, quite interesting. Uh, URLs for sale that that have specific requirements of what they need to do when you purchase them, which is something new to me. Over on WP Tavern, Sarah Gooding tells us, I'm going to keep this really brief because we're running out of time, that Apple to enforce one-year limit on SSL TLS certificate timelines on September the 1st, 2020, Mozilla and Google to follow suit. So basically, from the September the 1st this year, so in a few days' time, Apple's Safari browser will no longer trust any certificate that has been issued for longer than 398 days. So it gives you a, a grace period of just a couple of days if you forget it to renew it. Obviously, if Google... Um, with Chrome and Firefox um, Firefox from Mozilla, if they follow suit, then this is going to become the way of doing it. I just can't see any downside to this. In fact, in some respects, it feels like it ought to be shorter. But um, anyway, a year is all you're going to be able to do in the near future. Now, because you're experienced web professionals, you're not going to be doing the following, but it's interesting that Google are going to take steps. This again, search engine journal, Google Chrome to start warning users about insecure forms. So this is coming on Chrome 86. It will show two warnings to users submitting insecure forms over the HTTPS protocol. So I guess this is things like um, places where there's forms which are grabbing stuff from multiple locations. Anyway, the point is that if your forms aren't robust and configured correctly, in Chrome 86, they're going to be shown a dirty great warning, which I imagine is immediately going to make people go away. Uh, it says, this form is not secure. Autofill has been turned off. So Google taking steps to make us all a little bit more safe. I like it. The amount of money which flies around in tech never ceases to amaze me, and this story is another example. Search Engine Journal, Google to remain default search engine on Firefox. It's simply that. If you are using Firefox and you've installed it for the first time, you will have Google as your default search engine, and you can obviously change it should you wish to, but for the privilege of it doing it by default, Google are shelling out, wait for it, $400 million per year. Now, that's an estimate. It could be as high as four. $450 million a year. But wow, just incredible. Can you imagine? Clearly, Google must be making that money back. They must find value in that. Otherwise, they wouldn't do it. But still, breathtaking that Mozilla gets that amount of money from Google for the default status of a Firefox using Google Search. Okay, that's all I've got for you this week. I really do appreciate you listening. Please feel free to share this in any which way you can. There's some black buttons underneath the podcast player. Give us a rating on your podcast player of choice. I know that Apple Podcasts, we, we do very well from those ratings, so really appreciate that. The WP Builds podcast was brought to you today by Kinsta. Kinsta takes managed WordPress hosting to the next level. Powered by the Google Cloud platform, your site is secured like Fort Knox and it runs on speed obsessive architecture. You get access to the latest software and developer tools such as PHP 7, SSH and staging environments. And the best part, their expert team of WordPress engineers are available 24-7 if you need help. Try a demo for free. 60 days you're going to get at kinsta.com. And A-B split test.
Do you want to set up your A-B split test in record time? The new A-B split test plugin for WordPress will have you up and running in a couple of minutes. Use your existing pages and test anything against anything else. Buttons, images, headers, rows, anything. And the best part, it works with Elementor, Beaver Builder and the WordPress block editor. Check it out at absplittest.com and over there you're going to find a free demo as well. Okay, we'll see you again next Monday for the weekly WordPress news. We'll see you on Thursday for the podcast. 2pm UK time for the live news. wpbuilds.com forward slash live or in the Facebook group. Stay safe. Have a good week. Bye bye for now.